As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right, welcome to October edition of the Patron Spotlight. This is where if you are a patron and you donate at least $5, you get in the raffle and you can win and you get to talk to me or Andrew for your own special podcast episode for 10, 15 minutes. October winner, Blake Rice. He is a longtime supporter. He's in the Fantasy Leagues. Uh, Blake, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ralph. Long time listener, first time caller. So you're in your, tell the people you're in one of the Fantasy Leagues. I am, yep. How are you doing the, this year? The adult league. Uh, terrible. That's right, for the men and the, and the yeah, women, yeah, yeah. not the yeah, children's yeah. league. Now, last year, I had an awesome run and then got knocked out in the playoffs, even though I, I think I probably had the best team. But this year, I'm sucking wind. I am my team last year. People don't care about fantasy, but my last my team last year was fucking amazing. I had Kamara. I had uh, my team. I led the league in points by a ton. That team was awesome. And the first week of the playoffs was – the week that Kamara got knocked out against the Falcons, and, the Falcons and I ended up losing by like 10 points. Yeah. It's fantasy yep. for you. So every week on the spotlight, I try to ask people about their Saints fandom, right? So this week I thought was an interesting question. And uh, the question that I had for you is what opposing player, team, fan base, whatever, do you just freaking hate and it just boils your blood and you hate them beyond all reason and comprehension? Yeah, I feel like if I answer Falcons, that's way too obvious. It's just true of everyone, right? If, you, if you're a Saints fan, then it's true. Um, I think of some other garbagey fan base really despise. You know, I say 49ers fans, right? Yeah. Uh, just the the punishment we took when we were in the division with them and how good, at least when I was young, a kid, I thought some of the Saints teams were that various 49ers teams then went on to stomp. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably never I'll never get rid of those scars. Those are there forever. So when someone tells me a Niners, they're a Niners fan, it's just like I'm out. Yeah, and a Niners fan from New a Niners fan that's from New Orleans, and they have them, and they have a lot of them, are the worst. Because if you are a Niners fan and you grew up in New Orleans and you're like 35 to 40, that means when you were young, you made the conscious decision of the Saints aren't very good, the Niners are awesome. I'm gonna be a bandwagon Niners fan because I can watch them play in the dome, and I'm turning against my local team, and I'm going to the devil that's a conscious decision and those people i look at those people like they're terrorists yeah no that's like it's like being a cooler for the casino right i mean it's or like <laughs> or like you know, the one guy at the craps table who's betting don't come like right betting don't like literally it's that dude or, or gal right it's just it's just pure evil basically yeah the one that's really random but not really is my mom 
hates the Vikings. Now, if you're an old-time Saints fan, you know this. they crushed the Saints in the playoff game. The Saints' first-ever playoff game, they crushed them. And, of course, they had last year with Marcus Williams and other another playoff loss even in 2000, in 2000 after the Saints won a playoff game. But my mom hates the Vikings because they used to have this coach, Jerry Burns, and he looked like a leather baseball mitt. And my mom always thought he looked like a gangster, and she hated him. And the fact that the Minnesota crushed the Saints all the time made her have a rage. And I think the loss to Minnesota last year in the playoffs because of that was like – Ten times emotional, even for her, for her, than it was for me, because I don't have that same hatred for the Vikings. But it's just random, and it's weird. Like, you know, because of the schedule now, Blake. Like, we don't the Saints don't play as many AFC teams as they used to. So, like, the hatred of the Steelers, we just don't. You just don't have it, you know, yeah. for AFC the, teams, right? Yeah, I mean, agreed. Even you know, even the dynasty, the current AFC dynasties, we don't see them enough. Yeah, like you play, you you know, like the the Raider game, right? It, it was such a brutal loss on the two point conversion. But we're not going to see them again. The next time the Saints see the next time the Saints see, go to the go to go play the Raiders on the road, they're going to be in Vegas. They'll be Vegas, yeah. <laughs> which which will be the greatest road trip hey, ever. Can I, I add, uh, can I add one shout out for a former Saints player that I particularly hate that doesn't go ahead often get covered in your in your list, and I love the list of former hated former Saints players. I've got a, a special loathing in my heart for draft picks that when I was a kid, I thought were going to help turn the Saints around or put them over the edge. So I've got this period of, of drafts from my childhood <laughs> where I've got this list of, of hate it. So I want a special shout out to Von Dunbar, who Ooh. I was certain was going to reestablish the New Orleans running game. Oh, and like perfect. Pair perfectly with a great defense, right, and make us a powerhouse. Now, again, I was a kid, so I didn't know any better. But like that—that that was one of the great, like, soul crushings I've taken in sports fandom. Was yeah. was going all in on Von Dunbar. They Dunbar. drafted him. They drafted him. And he was so bad that eventually, in 1991, when they won the division. Fred McAfee ended up being the starting running back, who exactly. later with the Saints was a special teams ace. But he ended up being the starting running back, and he was actually good in 1991 for his 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 time at running back. But he fumbled all the time, right. so they so they couldn't play him. But Vaughn Dunbar, this is one of my favorite Buddy D lines of all time. Buddy D used to say, "Vaughn Dunbar, he runs to the darkness." <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like certain players, they run to the daylight. Vaughn Dunbar, he ran yep. to the darkness, which yeah. was so so true, you know. I mean, and in college, everyone thought he was a stud. He was coming out of the draft. He was a top three ranked running back, a spec where people drafted running backs in the first round all the time, right? Because you built your team around. Yeah. Him. Uh, he was he was local. Was he an Ole Miss kid? I think he may have been an old. He was Ole no. Miss. He was he was he was he went to Indiana. The interesting tidbit about him. Was that was you know the Saints, they they uh, I think I think they drafted they they drafted him in 1992 I think I'm gonna look it up right now, uh, and you know so that was back when the Saints were winning so um, you know they were they were um, they were you know they the, like that year they were they were they draft there was only 28 teams so the Saints drafted 21st right right and. Like you say, that was back when running back had much more value than it does now. Teams would draft running backs, build their whole team around them, right? 
Vaughn Dunbar was so highly rated then that Minnesota was so desperate to have him that they were like, hey, we'll give you all pro safety Joey Browner and our 1993 first round pick if you let us pick 21st so we can take him. And the Saints are like, nah, we're taking Vaughn Dunbar instead. Yeah. Can you imagine what Joey Browner would have been on those defenses? I right? mean, oh my God! Like it would have been. been like even if even though he fell he fell off a cliff very quickly because he was older. Like having him on the '92 team would have been amazing. And that, but you know, that's one of those things. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Man, you just, it, you know, we, we laugh about the Saints with, you know, they were going to take Mahomes. Kansas right. City beat them to it, and they ended up with Lattimore, so it all worked out. You know, that's just the draft. But he's a, he's a, that's a great, um, that's a great uh, Saints player to hate. You know, you know who I used to hate for the Saints? He, he is, is Lonzel Hill. He was a wide receiver, and he they picked him really high, and he was really terrible. And I hated him, and he wasn't any good. And then Bobby Bear screamed at him on the sidelines because he dropped a pass in a game, and I hated him even more. And they got on Bobby Hebert cause for, for yelling at players, right? But Bobby Hebert always says, you know, all those receivers I yelled at, the Saints got rid of them all. It's like to justify <laughs> to just Bobby Hebert justifying, you know, you know they were all incompetent. That's why I was yelling at them. Um, so yeah, so before, thanks for giving us time, Eric. Uh, I mean, Blake, we 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 love people that donate. So so, and and again, if you want to be in the raffle, you donate five dollars, and and Blake is gonna get a he's gonna get a magnet. It's all that. So there's a thousand Saints podcasts out there. I feel like what makes you come to our podcast and feel like you. We are worthy of giving, of getting your hard-earned money. So I'm, I'm not one of these people who wants to yell at podcasters to stick to X, Y, or Z. Yeah. I like that you've got chemistry with the other guys on the podcast you've been doing a long time. Everyone's comfortable, and everyone compliments each other, right? So I, some podcasts, that's all forced. It's a bunch of guys who maybe are the same. They're all tape-eater type guys. Um, and so for me, it's just all about the – the fun with the guys and, and the chemistry. That's what brings yeah. you back. And I'm going to, b- before we get out of here, uh, Blake, I'm going to give the people a tease of, I just had a call with Andrew over my lunch and we were talking about segments and different fun things to do. And we feel like the, the Drew Brees MVP, I feel like it's a political race and you got to campaign for it. And it's like, it's like running for president, right? You got to campaign, you got to have commercials, you got to have momentum, you got to have all these things, right? So me and Andrew, we've cooked up a segment that we're going to call, you're not the MVP. And we're just going to bash 
people that are in MVP contention with Drew Brees, and we're going to try to take them down a peg. So that's a new segment we're going to start next week. You're not the MVP, so that's very exciting. Uh, because I feel like MVP, it's it's like a it's like running for president. You got to have campaign. You can't just sure. you can't go from not being an MVP candidate in September to winning MVP in December if they're not talking about you all year long. So like Drew Brees, like we got to fight the battles on Twitter. We got to yell at national media people. We got to keep the momentum going and fans need to do it. Like you don't just go from, you don't, you can't go from zero to MVP in the span of December. It's got to start like right now. And I think that's, yeah. Juju's idea on the hashtag too. every tweet that he's sending out from henceforth, right. With the Brees for MVP. People should just start widely adopting that, right? Like yeah. you could just litter Twitter with it. Why not? Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. So that's going to be one of our underlying themes the rest of the way. We're going to push. We're going to push like it's a presidential campaign for Drew Brees. We got to get him. The, we got to get him the MVP, and he can't. Like it's a media voted award. Like he can't. Like I know this sounds silly, but he can't. He can be as awesome as he can be. It's not enough. Like people just vote on this. So we got to like we got to push him over the line as fans. And if that takes getting blocked by Pete Prisco because I berate him, then that's what I'm willing to do. Yeah, that's just a good thing to do is break. <laughs> so, Blake, thanks for uh, thanks again for giving us time. As I hear the music, uh, tell the people how they can find you on the Twitters if they want your Saints and Life takes. Oh, no, 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 no need to do that. Just follow Ralph and Jude. <laughs> Blake, thanks for, thanks for being on and thanks for su- supporting the podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. All right, take care, Ralph.